0: Welcome to The Real Build, the show that shows you exactly what you need to look for in construction and real estate. I am your host, Bill Ryman, your broker builder, and each week I will teach you exactly what you need to look for, whether you are buying, building, or selling a house. I interview top people throughout real estate and construction to give you a better perspective prior to making one of the biggest investments of your life. I will also discuss my personal experiences as a luxury builder and real estate broker and answer your questions about the process. With that being said, welcome to The Real Build. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Real Build. I'm your host, Bill Ryman, your broker builder. And today I'm doing another solo episode for you because I just got back from the Top Contractor School summer retreat in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, I had a great time. Just was around a lot of amazing people. Uh, Brian Hess, who is uh, the leader of the group, he did a great job as well. Um, So it it was a great experience and I wanted to kind of talk about some of the things that I learned from uh, the retreat and uh, kind of my thoughts on it and how I'm going to implement these things into my business to better help the customers that I deal with each and every day. You know, if you guys don't aren't familiar with Top Contractor School, it's a it's actually I group I joined the group about seven months ago. I think now, uh, time's flying, but it's a uh, it's a construction group I've been a part of for about seven months. The group is full of high performing contractors trying, and we're all trying to just improve in all aspects of our lives, but most importantly on our construction businesses. And it's a it's like a group that came together and just to specify a little bit more in construction a lot of there's a lot of people that are just in the construction industry that are hesitant to share with each other ideas to share with each other what they're doing to better perform in the industry what they're doing to better help their customers obviously you all know I have no issue with that I have this podcast you guys got a ton of information of what I do and how I do my run my business and I think more contractors need to open up and share, especially the ones that are having a lot of success. But, you know, they kind of have that old school mindset that, you know, they want to keep in what they're doing, they want to keep in how they're having success, which isn't good for the industry because the construction industry has that reputation of, you know, extended timelines, not kind of going by the timelines you say price gouging or not going by the price that you say undercutting or l- lack of quality, just to, um, you know, get a house done and so on, because they bid are the lowest bidder wins and so on. And so on. there's so much negative in the construction industry that Brian has created this group that, you know, wanted to bring contractors together that are having success. Uh, So we can kind of all talk about ideas, help each other. Uh, You know, we have a group together where we have a chat that we talk. Everybody asks questions on a daily basis to kind of just better our industry. That's what it's all about. And that's why I do this podcast. A lot of this podcast, obviously, is here to help the client and help the customer. But I also do it to help the builder, too. And I was actually talking to Brian about that because I, I am the type that just loves to help people. I mean, I get DMS all the time on my Instagram or messages on my Facebook, asking me questions about how I do stuff with our business. Cause we have a successful construction business for many years now. And uh, we're a a high-end luxury home builder for those of you that don't know, down in Southwest Florida. And uh, we've been around for a while. we built the company up had a lot of success um, and the company continues to grow each and every day. But our mindset is just about the customer over delivering. Uh, I talk about it all on this podcast all the time about my importance with communicating to the customer, how I'm trying to get better at that, trying to figure out other avenues to get better at that. And that's where top contractor school kind of came in with me is for more growth with our business, but also how can I implement more strategies too just to get better that's why i'm paying for these things in personal development too because if i get better the business is going to get better my customers are going to be more happy so that's what i wanted to talk to you about today is kind of what i picked up in pittsburgh and and getting around a lot of great contractors and and brian the first day he went up on stage and he usually does kind of that intro speech and uh, if you all don't follow Brian Hess, you, you should. He's got a podcast. Go check him out and also go check out his social media. He has some great posts and so on. He's a really good friend of mine. And, you know, I've come to get to know him really well within the last few months. And, um, yeah, he's uh, he's helped me quite a bit in a lot of ways. So, you know, he talked about having a CEO mindset, how how you show up when you don't feel like it. Is the difference maker uh, in your business? And there's a lot of days that we as contractors show up when we don't feel like it because construction is hard. I mean, we deal with on a daily basis just a bunch of different things going on all at once. You know, I can just explain to my day yesterday where I'm sending out a contract, then I'm dealing with warranty stuff, and then I'm also dealing with home watch stuff, or I'm dealing with uh, something, a concrete pour at a job site with my brother. You know, and then we're going to another job to uh, meet with a staircase company to make sure the staircase is all lined up. So you're kind of in different places all at different times trying to manage different jobs. And and you have to show up because if you don't show up, everybody that works for you is going to see that. And then they're not going to show up as well. And Brian talked about that as far as, you know, the importance of showing up on a daily basis with a positive attitude no matter what just being there as the leader, because when people see in hard times, good times, uh, you know, that you are showing up each and every day that you come in with a smile on your face, they're going to be, they're going to come in that way too. But the moment you show up and you show up with a negative attitude, that a- negative attitude's going to follow them as well. Same with your customers. I mean, your customers are going to see this as well. You show up with a negative attitude, your customers are going to know, They're not, and it's going to just, it's, it's an effect that goes down the line. So much, you have a negative attitude. Your customers are going to have a negative attitude. The experience is going to be very difficult and we're building houses for a long time. We're in relationships for a long time. So we need to show up positive each and every day, no matter what. So you also need to set the tone in your business. Stay calm. He talked about that. No matter what, you set that expectation, that tone in the company, you stay calm and the company will run, it'll work and keep that positive attitude. And are you dictating the conditions or the conditions dictating you? Uh, That goes all with this right here. When he said that, you know, are you letting the conditions of your business run you? Are you letting the negative things run you? And that's, that's what a lot of contractors struggle with too, is, is, you know, they, they show up, you know, each and every day, but the bad things get to them so much that it creates more bad things as well within their business. You have to show up, you have to show up with a positive attitude and no matter what, as the leader, stay positive, stay with a good mindset, stay with good intentions and just keep going forward, moving forward. Have that game face, have that face of a leader and a commander to your team that you're there no matter what. You know, one thing that stuck out with me, too, and I never really I did did this, but not to everybody, is that Brian said each and every day that he shows up, he has a conversation with everyone in his office and everyone on his team. And it's always a positive conversation and that kind of brings positivity to the team, you bring positivity to the team, you have a conversation with them as the leader, they know you're involved a part of it. So that right away with me, like even with our labors and stuff, I need to show up to the job site and make sure and check on the labor and have a conversation with them each and every day, it goes down the chain, chain of command talk to each and every person. Obviously, we're a family business. So I have a lot of family in my business. But still, no matter what my other employees, I got to show up, check in on them, have a positive conversation with them. And then, you know, go on with the day too. he also talked about leadership takes sacrifice. It's not about you. It's not about being the victim. And and a lot of people have a victim mindset. That's the thing. It's like they, they even in business too, even with dealing with customers, they feel like they're victimized and they feel like they're the victim. But you can't have that mindset. I mean, especially with dealing with customers too, and I've talked about this on past podcasts, but you have to be able to listen to your customers, what they're going through, what they they need done and then execute on that as well. And I could do a whole uh, uh, podcast episode on that and listening to your clients because obviously being in the luxury home build world and stuff like that and, and being in a bigger build and dealing with bigger luxury construction, you know, we have a lot more that happens than a smaller track home. You know, Little things happen all the time or incidences happen and we can't be the victim. You know, if our customers come at us and and we can't turn it around on them in a negative fashion, we have to just figure out the situation. Long story short, and execute, and make sure that in the end those customers are happy, no matter what. I just had an incident. I like to share incidences in my actual real life. You know that goes on. I have a customer. She had a scratch on a garage door because the installer on the garage door. Installed it incorrectly and it scratched as it went up. So, you know, we we kind of go through these, these separate scenarios with the customer instead of replacing the door, which was a $15,000 door. Let's get it repainted because it was a custom painted door. We just repainted it. It looks phenomenal. Um, there's some touch-ups on it. I went over there, you, you know, how detailed we are with punch-outs and stuff like that. Going to get a touched up customer comes in tomorrow. I told her, look at the door, look over it. If it's not perfect for you, then we'll go to the next step. So it's always just being there to satisfy that customer no matter what. Uh, I had another one dealing with a solar incident. Uh, she was disappointed with the solar company. Uh, we're working with a friend of mine. He's a fellow Arte member, and I know his, he runs his company very, very well. So I knew there was some misunderstandings going on here with what she was what she was seeing and what they were saying. And then she was coming at me about it because I referred them. But instead of being the victim, I went in and solved the situation. Went to the house, got my electrician over there, had her there, had him look at all the panelings and how and all the panels and how they hooked up, the solar company hooked up and tapped in. And he said, everything looks fine. They did a good job. So she was like, okay, I was wrong. I'm sorry, Bill, this and that. So executing on these situations, not becoming a victim, not going against your customer. That's what I pulled out of that. And that's one thing I always do and try to do no matter what. Some other things, you know, having cultural alignment, that person in the company that you think you're not sure about, like if you're not sure about somebody in your company, you know, and they're just kind of a bad at apple, I should say, and, and it's not working out, you need to get rid of them. Uh, we've had people in our company, and we've kept them around just because we felt we needed them in those specific spots. But in reality, they were more dragging, you know, they weren't doing what they were supposed to do, they were dragging down the culture. Uh, but we continue to keep them because we're worried about not being able to find somebody else. We've been through that. A lot of companies have done that, and you learn from that experience. If there's not, if there's something, somebody in your company that's not good for the culture, it's going to affect you and your overall customer experience as well. So you need to get rid of them. So that was one big take I took from it. There's another thing that Brian said too. Uh, That resonated with me is you said it's impossible to show up every day uh, and get bad results. You think about that. It is impossible to show up every day and get bad results, meaning it's impossible to show up and execute and be a leader and do the right things each and every day and get bad results. Even if you take a little bit, little bit at a time and execute a little more and a little more at a time, you're going to get positive results. You need to show up. And that really resonated with me in a lot of ways. And one thing that was huge to me, Brian said, it's exhausting to be great. And that really resonated with me too, because there's a lot of days I'm exhausted. There's a lot of days I get home from work, you know, you get home Around 630 and then you eat something and then you go right to I go right to the computer. I start my edits. I'm doing video content. I do a lot of my own stuff and editing or I'm typing up a podcast for the next day for an interview or It's exhausting. I mean, you're constantly working, you're constantly doing the things to get you that one step ahead of your competition, but it's important to do it. And and that's what it takes to be great. That's what it takes to deliver a better experience to your clients. That's what it takes to stand out and be that, that vision that you have for your business and your company. And and you know we're hard on ourselves as entrepreneurs we really are and and sometimes we need a breather and we need to take a step back i'm about to go out of town for the fourth of july um but and be with my family and stuff but we need to execute, too. You better believe on that plane ride. Right? I'll be editing video. You better believe while I'm up there, if I have some free time to do something, um, you know, I'll, I'll be doing some other stuff for the business. I'm sure people will be calling me while I'm up there for our company as well. It's exhausting to be great. And that was one big thing that stuck out with me at the retreat, too, You know, is every time you want to give up, it's exhausting to be great. And there's been a lot of times I've wanted to give up this podcast included, you know, my numbers on this podcast have grown and then some weeks you have some down numbers too, but it's consistency that keeps you moving forward. You know, like when you say in your head, okay, I can take off a week, whatever. That's when you got to get rid of that and say, you know what? No, I'm going to record an episode today and launch an episode for my listeners and just keep going because You talk yourself out of doing something, but then you realize the importance of it. And you also realize how great it actually is because the amount of people I've had on this podcast that I've been able to meet, the connections I've made that I can reach out to those specific people, but also the amount of people I've helped with this show, that's what matters to me most. And I'm not just saying that because I... I've had people reach out to me and I need to take a step back sometimes and be like, wow, you truly are helping people by doing this show. You're helping other builders. You're helping people in a remodel process. You're helping people uh, building a new home. You're helping people that are buying a new home as the realtor that I am. It's just, you're helping people. So every time you want to give up, just remember, it's exhausting to be great. And that was a huge thing that Brian said during that speech that he made. And it just it's going to stick with me. And, you know, you're not doing this for no reason. You're doing this to help people. You're doing this to get better yourself. And you're doing this to accomplish that long term vision that you have. And my long term vision, like you guys know, I've said this is as a real estate broker, I want to continue to help people uh, with my building experience and and just but do it the right way be honest with people i'm working with a person now uh you know that i've told him don't buy this piece of property another realtor would have told him to buy and said it was great i told him not to buy because resale later on he's never going to see his money out of it ever uh you know on the building side i continue to help people go above and beyond, do the things that most builders will not do. And I'm going to continue to do that just so I can grow the company into that massive building company around the state of Florida that I want, maybe around the United States one day. It's well, law of attraction around, I'm going to say not maybe, but around the United States as well. So it's those things it's exhausting, but you got to keep moving forward. That's for sure. You know, another thing that I have is it's not your job to solve the problem. It's your job to come up with the tactical strategies to help people and help solve the problems that stuck out with me too, because a lot of people come to me within our company with the problems. And instead of me having to go out and solve them, I need to come out, come up with the solutions, give them the tactical strategies that they can solve them themselves. And, and a lot of entrepreneurs and business people struggle with that. You know, they, they want to solve everything because they don't think anybody else can do it. But if you give them the strategies to be able to do it, they're going to do it. And if you hired the right people, they're going to be able to execute for you, which is going to take off a lot or take a lot off your plate as well. So that was a huge thing to me. Obviously, culture, he talked about that and how important it is uh, as a company and you're having the right culture. And then, uh, he said, when you see a man and a woman with a purpose, they are on a mission. Uh, when you have purpose in anything in life and you have a purpose with your business and you're on that mission, there's no stopping you. And I have a purpose with our company. I want us to be the best or, uh, you know, we are one of the best around right now. I want to be the best, you know, in more areas. I want to keep going. I want to be even better than I am. I'm always like going to this retreat. That's why I go to these things. It's because however, whatever little nugget I can pull from it, I may not take everything because I'm doing a lot of it, but I'm going to take something. There's going to be that one thing that's going to make me better. That's why I do what I do and spend the money I do and execute like I do and just learn. I'm all about learning too. You know, we all need to have purpose without purpose or a why it leads to depression, anxiety, which, you know, it's and you're seeing a lot of that today. In this country, you're seeing a lot of depression, anxiety, and so on, because people don't have a purpose. They're not giving themselves a purpose in life. And if you give yourself purpose, that's what's going to make you better. That's what's going to make you capitalize. So and then Keith Calloway Jr. came on and talked about, you know, family legacy and, and his past and how that's led him to where he is today with his dad and and so on. And I relate to Keith a lot. If you all don't know Keith Calloway Jr., I had an, I had him on one of my past podcasts. You can go check that episode out. He talks about a lot of what he went through in life, but it really stuck with me too because he talks about, you know, continues continuing that legacy, uh, his family legacy and, and the importance of it in uh, his his dad's legacy. And so, and and I relate to him a lot because obviously being in the family business and my dad started this and, and being able to take it to that next level uh, and to uh, take it to a level my dad never even saw, saw, or it could see. And, and that's what I want to do. And my dad sees that passion. And I mean, that's why he's, he's given me full on control like I have. And and Keith, I relate to Keith a lot in a lot of ways, and that was such a great, impactful um, speech that Keith put on. So um good friend of mine could definitely go follow Keith Calloway Jr. too. And then his dad's Keith Callaway Sr. He came up on stage and spoke as well. Uh, great people, great family, uh, doing great things in the paving world and in business. So shout out to them. But... He had a few speakers on there, some great ones. Mitzi Purdue, obviously, if you don't know who she is, she is the wife of the uh, owner, the creator of Purdue Chicken. So most of you guys that are eating chicken, it's probably from Purdue. But she spoke about family um, and how she keeps the family together, her family over 180 years or something like that, and the service to her family and how they all, Uh, have stayed so close and so tight over the years in life and in business. So I took a lot out of that because I come from a family business. But overall, I mean, the experience was great. Being around these guys, I mean, the main thing you take out of these retreats, too, is just the people. You know, it's not so much the speakers. It's always the people. Getting around them, talking, having those conversations at the table, uh, at the lunch table, the dinner table, sitting, meeting new people. And every time I go, the conversations just get better and better Uh, at the dinner table. We were, you know, we had such a great conversation about, you know, our definitions of success and our definitions of um, abundance and and how we all determined, you know, that differently because everybody has a different version of success for themselves. It's not just money and riches and all this stuff, too. So there's a lot of great conversations in general around the table uh, with people in the group, developed even more closer friendships with a lot of these guys, too, to where I can just call them anytime for help. So the importance of these groups and these retreats are just to get better and better ourselves as you know business people and entrepreneurs. But I think the main thing, too, and I'm seeing it more and more, is contractors need something like this. Um, they need groups like this to where we can come together because I saw it with my dad, for example, I use that as I'll use that as an example. I saw it with my dad, how, you know, don't tell anybody anything or how we do business. They don't need to know, or don't tell the competition. Cause they're just going to steal our ideas. That's kind of that whole old school mindset of business how you don't share anything. You don't share how to get better because you want to be a step ahead of your competition or have that leg up. And I, like I said, that's the old school way of doing things. The new school is these contractors. We all need to come together and talk with each other because one contractors yet though, he may try and implement something that I'm doing. He's not me. So there's nobody's going to, nobody's going to outsell me or, be me, you know, people are going to go with me because they like me, or they're going to go with the other guy because they like him. So we need to, that's where we need to get past things and just work together. And even in my local community, I've had phone calls with some of my competition. Asked one, uh, I was talking to him on the phone. He's my competition. We were talking about uh, what's going on in our local building market. And we said, Hey, after the holiday, let's grab a beer and catch up you can get to that point with your competition, you know, things are changing, but I'm always there to help. Like when you have that helping mindset as a business owner and a contractor, you're going to go farther. That's the thing. You're going to go farther with your customers. You're going to go farther in your business. And I think that's where TCS is such a big impact with me is that you have those people within it. And a lot of them, we're not in the same industries. There's a lot of pavement guys, there's some drywall guys and so on. So we don't relate on all aspects because obviously I subcontract a lot of stuff. They actually hire a lot more than me, but we, we have similarities in a lot of different ways and that's the biggest thing. And to be able to come together and talk about what we do and how we can get better. That's what's going to improve the industry. And that's why I'm here. That's why I do this podcast is because I not only want to get better, but I want the industry to get better. I got a lot of builders that listen to this. I got a lot of realtors that listen to this, too. And we all can get better together, but we need to come together and talk about how we can do that. And that's been a struggle in both real estate and construction big time. Everybody's on their own. They think they have to be on their own. And I think that's the old way of doing it. And I think that's where I'm going to change things too, especially with my voice on this podcast, is by helping people. You can listen to all these past episodes and see how I do stuff and how other contractors do stuff. And in the future, you're going to hear here shortly, I got a lot of contractors lined up, especially after the holiday for interviews. Uh, I got about six lined up already, all in different types of buildings. So I'm going to continue to do this. I'm not going to stop. I love doing this. Love all you guys that listen to this. I really appreciate it. A lot of you show up each and every week, and it's been great. It's been an honor. And uh, I look forward to more in the future here, and hope you all have a happy, happy 4th of July. If you're listening from another country, I appreciate all you too because there's a ton of you and i'm shocked by it but um it's awesome that you take the time to to listen to me and i hope if you guys all have any questions like i always say please don't hesitate to reach out because i promise you i will find the message if it goes to those messages that you don't see i always check those here and there and i will give you a response i'm here to help and that's what this show is all about so thank you all Uh, We'll probably go back to the interview format here shortly. Um, So I appreciate y'all and uh, have a blessed day. Thank you.